This episode of the Texas Beer Experience Podcast is brought to you by Galveston Island Brewing. Visit Galveston Island Brewing at their taproom on Galveston Island or online at www.galvestonislandbrewing.com. Grab yourself a cold beer and get ready to enjoy the official beer podcast of the state of Texas. Welcome to the Texas Beer Experience Podcast, dedicated to all the great things about Texas craft beer. And I am your host, Leo Longoria. Hey guys, welcome back to the Texas Beer Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Leo Longoria. Today we finally have our guest host back. Mr. Ronnie Reisner, welcome back, sir. Thank you for having me. How are y'all doing out there? Uh, we're doing pretty good, man. We're doing pretty good. Um, so, last week you were like in Alaska or something, and you were having like a cold or... I had some really bad allergies to where you would have heard me breathing like a pug, and I would like to save all the listeners from having to hear that in particular. <laughs> you told me that the other day. When I was at the chili cook-off at uh, Eagle Parts, I almost died laughing because I could almost hear you. Like, I could imagine it. Like, and I had a friend of mine that had a pug, and that pug was so freaking noisy when it would breathe. Just, and, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was definitely a challenge. I wouldn't have been able to smell any of the beer, for sure. Like, oh. It would have been just pure tasting. Well, that was an N.A. beer thing, so... This, I, well, actually, there was a couple of them that had really great aromas. The Ale Smith uh, coffee style. And then there was a sour that Hugh had brought from, I want to say, Go Brewing out of Michigan or something like that. Go back and listen to the episode. But uh, both of those were really nice beers. That sour, I was really surprised at how freaking sour it was, man. Yeah, yeah. So welcome back, dude. Thank I'm you. glad you're feeling better. I'm glad to be better. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. Feels a lot better. <laughs> Absolutely. And today, have a actually, you know, I wasn't even planning on doing the show today. And yesterday, I ran into one of my arch rivals, and uh, he was like, "Man, like I think we need to bury the hatchet. You need to put me on the show." And uh, here we are. So today, we're jo- joined by one of my really good beer friends. Maybe kind of our travel. <laughs> uh, Jacob Baker from St. Arnold Brewing. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Good. Yeah, man. Hey, dude, thanks for coming on, man. So yeah. we were leaving a, an account, and he's like, when are you going to have me on your show? And I thought he had already been on. He's like, well, yeah. come back on whenever you want. He's like, I've never been on there. I was like, what? Well, we a need long to do time ago. He's like, oh, man, I want to have you on my show. We can talk about, you have so many passions that I want to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. I'd love to have you on. Three years later, hey. <laughs> You ever gonna invite me on your podcast, man? Man, you're a sales guy, squeaky wheel, bro. Yeah, squeaky wheel. <laughs> no, man, but uh, but man, um, Jacob has told me so many great stories, um, and if we get into those, we can definitely talk about them. He used to he used to be a wrestler. Yes, sir. I mean, there's two stories that you've told me that that stick out. Yeah. One is the burrito story. The burrito. The burrito story is fantastic. And then the other one is that you actually got to wrestle Chris Benoit. Yeah. Which, if you're not familiar, man, that guy's like a freaking legend. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, it's unfortunate how everything ended, obviously, right. but yeah. but the uh, the uh, the wrestlers, you know, like Eddie Guerrero, those guys, those guys are always going to be legends, always be known as technical professional wrestling best you know so uh, it was very very big honor but uh but yeah a lot of good stories of wrestling i could like i said we could probably do a whole podcast of that we probably could. <laughs> and i think we should yeah. probably save those yeah. for us another episode 
good. I actually have an, another friend of mine that actually is wrestling right now. Actually, two friends. One of them wrestles for an independent, um, what do you call them, uh, uh, promotions or yeah. an independent promotion here in Houston. Uh, and the other one is a wrestler for Doomsday Wrestling, which is kind of like comedy wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been around for a long time. His, his part of a, he's part of a tag team called Cream Street. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. His partner is, is one of the brewers at Equal Parts. Nice. And if you go, go look at the website, Doomsday Wrestling, they have all the you know, professionally done photographs of all the wrestlers that they have. Theirs is probably the best one. It's yeah. hilarious. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. But I've known Jacob, man, what, four or five years now, possibly? Possibly, yeah. I mean, I, I moved here in Houston uh, 2018, uh, Labor Day weekend. Yeah. So uh, we obviously got to know each other through work after that. So Yeah, so, and you came here and you started it. You already had the job secured with Silver Eagle? When no, you not at all. I, uh, I left, I lived in Orlando for about 10 years and uh, I was just like, man, I got a nice job, a nice house and Orlando's awesome, but I always knew that I was going to come back home to Texas. Yeah. I was born in Fort Worth. All my family lives either in Houston or Fort Worth, so I have these nieces and nephews that were getting older and I wasn't able to play with them or see them, so uh, it became one of those things where like, it's time for me to come back home. So I was just like, all right, I'm kind of said, said my goodbyes, uh, uh, packed up all my stuff, and, and just kind of moved back. And took a month off, and then I was like, you know what, I should probably get a job. <laughs> uh, just happened. If I want to have money, I want to do yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so it just happened to fall right back into the craft beer industry. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so Jacob, I met him when he was a, a craft brand manager uh, for Silver Eagle here in town. Immediately became good friends. Him and I think and I think you guys know Carlos from Spindle Tap. Carlos and Jacob were both craft brand managers uh, at the same time. And we just, we just got to hang out and share stories and... Yeah, and he helped me sell beer. <laughs> yeah, that's always a good thing, right? That's always and If you want to endear yourself to me, help me sell beer, man. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now you're with St. Arnold. So you were at Silver Eagle for a few years, and now you've been at St. Arnold for what, a couple of years now, right? Yeah, I'll go, I'm going on uh, three years shortly. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's been a, it was one of those things where, uh, I, you know, people who are in the beer industry, you become a distributor like you get that you usually get pretty good money if you do know how to do things correctly and, and be unorganized distributing is where the money kind of is you know sure um some of the you know some of these smaller breweries you know it's like if you have a passion to work for them that's great but don't expect the same kind of pay as right. a big distributor that's just how it works yeah, yeah. um and then it's you know uh so i definitely didn't want to just leave and then go into a uh uh, any kind of brewery um, and I, I didn't actually was looking to leave but uh, opportunity arose and and I say where I can benefit both parties and was able to make the switch I mean that's that's a that's a great move from the largest distributor in, in Texas and maybe I, I think the second largest distributor in, in the country yeah it's been reported that for a long time I don't know if it's changed or not yeah. but I mean yeah to Literally the best, the best craft brewery in Texas. I mean, the grandfather yeah. of the the, you know, the craft the craft beer scene in Texas. It gets uh, it gets yeah. said. I think it gets said a lot. It's like it's oh, you reached the mountaintop, and I was like, oh yeah, sure. You know, like I guess like 
It's because very because they get compared. We St. Arnold in general gets compared so much to Sierra Nevada, right? And like if you think about like OG daddies that are still doing things independently, craft beer nerdiness, it's Sierra Nevada. So yeah, to be in the same realm as that is uh, is pretty you know pretty remarkable, and I'm just very blessed to be a part of that. So yeah, yeah, dude. Like you, you mentioned Sierra Nevada, you talk about like Lagunitas to shoot. Those are like you guys are, are grouped into that, and that's that's a huge honor to be able to have your name mentioned with those type of beers, those type of breweries for sure, man. Yeah. So, in your three years at St. Arnold, what's your favorite beer? I I always tell people so. Like my favorite St. Arnold beer would probably be our our best selling beer, which is Art Car. It's oh, just yeah. so good to. But it's probably one of the ones I drink the least of. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, because like you're, you're like, obviously you understand because you've been in the industry and I'm sure all the other guys out there who are listening in Garrels, uh, who listen, if you're a beer rep or a brand ambassador or just any kind of realm, like, you know, you're doing samplings or you're doing uh, promos, like, you have to be responsible. Absolutely. Right? 100%. That's the one thing you have to do. You have to be responsible. You're there to have a good time, to make sure that the guests are having a good time, but you also need to be responsible. And you only can have so many art cars. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you get to eight, you have yeah. to say no. Yeah, stop. <laughs> uh, so a lot of times I always try to make sure it's like, all right, do you have a lawnmower? Is summer pills out? Do you have that on? H-Town pills? And now right. it's going to be our newest beer. You know, like, yeah. I, I don't need you to have Tarnation, Banger, and our car on, and I'm doing a promo on that because... I'm gonna be drinking a lot of water, you know what I mean? And it's not it's not as cool for me walking around with a trying to sit and not talk about pint nights and yeah. drinking water. Yeah, you know? drinking water. <laughs> or you could just say this is the new clear IPA we came yeah. up with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, our yeah, our car, uh, I, I love it. I, it's just but I'd probably drink a lot of lawnmower and that's just probably because I drive around in it. Uh, uh, but I think this new beer is gonna be the ones where Right. I'm gonna be crushing a lot of these, and it's delicious. And we'll 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 talk about that beer here shortly. Uh, but you mentioned the lawnmower car, <laughs> and I don't want to put anybody on the spot here. <laughs> but no, nah, I'm not gonna say it. But you <laughs> you waited to get a company car when you switched over. Uh, you were driving your own car, and I always knew it was your car because you have a Superman sticker. Yeah. On your car, and you're yeah. a big. You're a big. Uh, DC or superhero guy sure. I, yeah. I uh, yeah I'm definitely yeah. Um, like I think my, my Instagram might even say it says you know like beer geek comic book nerd type thing or beer geek comic book nerd big time uh, one of my rooms is dedicated to nothing but my comic books and, and art yeah. collection and statues and I just always enjoyed comic books and, and that room is badass let me tell it you is. it's probably the most valuable room <laughs> in my house too <laughs> So, yeah, it's a lot of... Uh, the rest is just pal- uh, beer cans, like art car cans just kind of piled yeah, up everywhere, everywhere, right? That's yeah. it, that's it. <laughs> that's how I spend my days. Yeah. No, man, that, your collection is amazing. One of the best I've ever seen. You have stuff in, like, your living room, too. I think yeah. I remember so seeing, like, not, like, not everything box. fits in the in the, the, the comic book room, but uh, most of it, most of the stuff I try to keep somewhat. But then, yeah, it trickles into the uh, the living room, into the dining room. Yeah. And I'll have a little wall with all my celebrities that I've met from, like, Walking Dead and, and oh, nice. stuff like that, too. So, yeah. Norman Reedus? I, yeah, I've met yeah. him. Party with him. Yeah. He can drink Ooh. beer. Oh. 
he, I, don't know he he, I don't know if he drinks much anymore because I think he's went through a sobriety thing and oh, he's right. more like yeah. coffee and cigarettes now than anything. But uh, I met him at Atlanta uh, Comic Con one time uh, and uh, yeah. He's Irish. The man can he drink. Can drink, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, he looks like his character on that show does look like a guy that can oh, that can pound sure. a case of beer a day, probably. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I, of your pieces, you know, the stuff that you have, like, what's what would you say is your favorite? Oh man, that's hard. Um, I guess my prize possession, and it changes, but one of the really cool things I did. So, uh, I li- before Florida, I lived in Georgia, right, and. Uh, and uh, I was actually cast on the first season of The Walking Dead as what? a background extra. Yeah, I was a zombie in the background. Um, and then I went to go do a season two. I was like, oh, I'm so excited. My, my brother at the time lived in, uh, in Atlanta. Uh, he's a combat medic. And uh, he's like, yeah, let's do it again. Let's do it again. And then it came back for season two. And they're like, we we need to show deterioration. So if you have too much of a build, you won't be able to be a zombie anymore. Aww. I was like, oh, damn these muscles. <laughs> damn these broad shoulders. Uh, but it was really cool. So what, the one thing I, I do have, and I have all, I've read all the comic books. Uh, yeah. And I, if you enjoyed the show, or and even if you didn't fully enjoy the, all of the show, I would say go back and read the comics because there's storylines they didn't touch and everything else. And, yeah. Um, but there's a character guide that Robert Kirkman put out, and it just explains all the different characters, their relationships, their high points, low points. And what I've done is I've been going to conventions, and I would have the actors who played the characters on the TV show sign the, Sign, character, the guide. character guide, yeah. That's so I awesome. have like uh, pretty much all the actors who've played the characters on, yeah. and it's just like it's kind of sealed away. It's hidden. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's, that's probably my prize position because it was really cool. Because and then yeah. when you go to these comic conventions, people were really these celebrities are very nice about their time and everything else, and they're really cool. And I would say, like, hey, I have this. I tell them what it is, and they're like, "Can I read this?" I'm like, "Yeah, for sure." And they would read their character guide and everything else. Like, this is so cool. I didn't know that was gonna happen yet. I was like, "Oh, jeez." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it might not. We don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we don't know yet. So, uh, well, yeah. and it's, you know that show. I used to love that show, man. When it first came out, just I was, I mean, and it was run by uh, Frank Darabont, who's one of my favorite directors. Uh, and I started reading the comics too. I, I, I think I did the show all the way through season five. Whenever uh, they introduce um, Negan, Negan, Negan. Yeah, that episode. That was my last episode. I was like, I can't. Just I too just, hard for I, you? No, it was just, no, I just, I just hated the way they wrote that season. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know, I felt deceived. That was a season where they made you think that, uh, what's his name, was dead. Yeah. Yeah, and then he wasn't dead. And then end up, he, he did die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. I actually, so <laughs> they ended that season not knowing who Negan killed. And I was like, you know what, I'm done. And so yeah. I just read like a, when the next season came out, I just read like a synopsis of the first episode. Yeah. I was like, okay, now I know who died. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was two I, characters that died. That yeah, died. I, I, I yeah. found my, my, my uh, closure. I'm good, right? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. 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 I got had my closure. I was like, but that's the way they're gonna do the show. I don't want to watch it anymore. But what? Like, what do you think? Do you think I should pick it back up and give it another chance? Or I do. I mean, because so here's the thing about the, that 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 scene's very hard because you're really hoping for the crew that you you've been in love with for the past five seasons sure. to make it through and everything yeah. else. Uh, and that was a rough, rough episode. The, the one you didn't watch. Um, but and then when you get to know then the Negan itself, his journey and everything else was so integral and right. there's so many arcs that I think you should probably go back and just try to push through and watch all of it and then you know it's just like it's just like Game of Thrones I think uh, 
it's, it, the ending. The character always, has nuance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But it, and I kind of gathered that because I would see like, you know, little snippets of blog posts where, you know, they give the impression that that Negan is now he's a protagonist as opposed to being an antagonist. So I was like, okay, so that guy went through an arc of being this asshole with a bat, right. killed a couple of characters, beloved characters, but you know, I don't know. So I might give another chance. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I just started watching the new season of True Detective. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys are into that or not, but um, maybe we'll save that for another episode. But that first episode was phenomenal. Yeah. 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 Back to like the way the first season was. Yeah. Anyhow, we're going to take a quick break because I need a beer. And uh, we're going to come back and talk more comic books and beer with our good friend Jacob. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Follow the Texas Beer Experience blog and podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Did you miss an episode? All episodes are available on all the major podcast platforms and even some of the not-so-major ones. And now, back to the Texas Beer Experience podcast. And we'll go. We'll work from Bane up to Superman, and then we might do some Marvel. I don't know. Okay. Are you in, you're more DC than Marvel, right? I mean, I, I know it all. Uh, yeah. I read more DC probably. Yeah. Um, obviously, Marvel kicks more butt in the box office. In the movies, for sure. Yeah. yeah they're a little uh, bit more organized than yeah. DC is. Yeah, for sure. DC, uh, both have pretty good TV shows, um, but for me, the books, but like storylines are better. Yeah. Individual characters. Uh, Marvel does a good job of doing collaborative with Civil War and Siege and everything else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like it all. I'm all, I'm all about. You're it. all about it. That's Any, anything's got a good story to it. I read. Uh, Invincible. If you liked Walking Dead, Invincible is another good one. Invincible. And that, yeah, that's actually uh, on a cartoon right now on uh, Amazon. Amazon Prime. Think, yeah. 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 Oh, is that like a zombie? Uh... No, no, it's uh, so the voice, uh, the main character is voiced by Stephen Yun, who's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he uh, he he just basically he's uh, he's an, he finds out he's an alien, his, or his dad's an alien. He's basically his dad's basically Superman. He's unstoppable. He's from a, a, a race called Voltramites. Um, and then he finds out he has superpowers. You know, he already knows his dad's a superhero. Then he gets the superpowers, and then his dad's like kills the Justice League characters they're not really the Justice League but it's like but they're, they're like the group of heroes the, 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 exactly. right? that are basically just like yeah. and, then, and then because the actual alien his Voltramite alien, alien race what they do is they want to take over Earth take over the planet so they send somebody there to host to kind of sneak in infiltrate they take over the planet and then he's like no you're not going to do that so him and his dad fight oh. so it's a whole thing but it's really good it's, he's a teenager he's in high school and then he gets you know so uh, it's a pretty good read. And it's Robert Kirkman who does, does good writing. Oh, so, so Robert Kirkman, who is the writer for The Walking Correct. Dead. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Very cool. That's a good one. That's, a, that's some of the independent ones, but I, yeah, I read all of it. So we can do DC, Marvel. Yeah. I'm, you know what? I, I'm going to find a way to put what we just talked about in the show and just kind of put it in there because that was good. Yeah, like, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. So, yeah, Robert Kirkman, I mean, he's... He's really yeah. cool. He's, yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah, he's he's just one of those good storytellers. Uh, and I get people, oh, I I read books. I don't read picture books. It's like, yeah, I get that too. <laughs> I get that. But like, just a good good writing is good writing. You know what I mean? Exactly. There's a yeah. reason why comic books, comic book based TV shows and movies, are 
so popular right now because they have so much good writing and they have material. compelling stories yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah my wife when she was a teacher you know she would tell her kids I don't care what you read read something that you enjoy mm -hmm. and then tell me about it yeah. right like I want you to read yeah, I, I think I think yeah. that's the most important that's probably the smartest right. thing I've ever heard any teacher ever say because that's true because like you know when you're thinking about when you were a teacher and, or when you were in school I had so many books that like you had to this is the yeah. curriculum and like yeah. some books I was like I really got to catch with the right I really liked it I read the heck yeah. out of it and I could tell you everything about it and then some books I was like I don't really care about Pride and Prejudice Dude, you Sorry. like reading my mind. <laughs> like you know, you know, I still, yeah. I, I still to this day know some of those books that I that we were yeah. was required to read that I actually enjoyed because mm -hmm. I enjoyed reading it. And I read it. With Moby Dick was the one for me yeah. in high school. I really You're enjoyed old, that so, one. Yeah. yeah, it's an old book. <laughs> I am old, dude. <laughs> I am old. I ain't gonna lie, but yeah. yeah, Moby Dick was one of my favorites. But yeah, but then you had to read Pride and Prejudice. I'm like, why? Like, yeah, and you, you didn't connect with it, and you were forced to read it. And I, yeah. I get it; they're trying to teach you different things about different. But like, I don't know. Yeah, forced reading is is a way to make people not want to read. Yeah, and I enjoy reading. It's very relaxing. To and me. it took so. a long time for me to like really get into reading. And it's, I started reading on my own. I started reading uh, Stephen King when I was in middle school. Yeah. Well, we didn't call it middle school back then. Since I'm old, it was called junior high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, Stephen King, uh, oh, what was the first one I read? It was uh, something really deep and like, it's horrible too. I think it might have been Cujo was the first book oh, I read uh, yeah. uh, from Stephen King, which is hard to read because I've always been like a dog lover. And it's like, man, that sucks, dude. That dog yeah. is... It's not his fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's sick. Right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He got rabies. Yeah, yeah. He got bit by a, by a bat, and he got rabies and just killed people. Man, it's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. But uh, anyway, so you brought a beer today, a brand new beer that St. Arnold's coming out with. It's already it's already in the market. I've seen the cans. Kegs I haven't seen so much of yet. Not yet. They're coming. Coming. Right. I don't know when this will air, but next week. We should be having Shoot, Well, yeah, this will air hopefully over the weekend. Okay. Um, I said that in the last episode. The show didn't come out <laughs> on Monday. But hey, you might hear this on Monday and be like, oh, those cakes are probably out this week. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, what's today? Thursday. So, yeah, I got a couple of days to put this together. But this is called Grand Prize. Mm -hmm. It's a it's an American lager. It's a light lager. So, it's, yep. it's the kind of beer that's super refreshing. Light-bodied, low-carb, low-calorie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 100 yeah. calories, 2.7 carbs, uh, 4.2 ABV. Yeah. Just uh, this is these. I mean, everyone calls them different things. Porch pounders, just like session beers. You know, can crushers, whatever yeah. you want to call them. These these are the kind of beers where it's like we're like I was saying earlier. Like we, you know, we're going to be doing a session of something, golf watching Sunday yeah. Sunday football, grilling out all night, you know, whatever the case may be. Like, we need something that's not going to get us intoxicated in an hour. You know what I mean? Love the barrel-aged stuff. Don't stop it. But, right. this, you, know, you know what I mean? This is one of those things you can drink several of. And it's Absolutely. kind of, a, it's like, I always tell it, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's that, you know, it takes away the guilt. You know, only 100 calories, you know, 2.7. It's been testing. We've been sampling a little bit already since the beginning of the year. And it's kind of an interesting gap right now. The, the beard, the hardcore beard nerds like ourselves, who have been in the business for a while, the the brewers of I'm sure every brewer out there. I know I heard already Vince said he was in love with it yeah. from Brash at one of his Vince. Uh, 
these are the kind of beers that those guys like because they have to, you know, they want to be able to enjoy a beer, but they have to stay focused to on stay the focused task on and everything work else. And, exactly. and making good beer. Exactly. Right? Um, and then it's but like normally when you see someone walk towards the mainstream beer aisle in a beer market, you're like, that guy's probably not going to want to sample my beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and I'm like, hey man, try this. And they're like, yeah, sure. And I've had people drink, and they're like, dude, that tastes just like my Corona. That tastes just like my Bud Light. That tastes just like you know, it's like it's light. It's something that you're gonna. My my neighbor, love him to death. He's an awesome guy. Uh, I give him beers sometimes, you know. And he's just like, that was. I don't know if I could drink all that. So I kind of stick to like H Town and Summer Pills. He's he can he can do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? No hardcore for your neighbor. No, no. he's. He was like, oh, man, I'll drink it because it's free. You know what I mean? But. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna like that. Uh, I'm just trying to use your pool when you're not home, yeah. so that's that's all I'm giving you free beer for. But uh, he'll drink. I guarantee you, he'll drink a lot of this. Hell yeah! So that's Hell what yeah. it's that's what it's designed for, and it's actually a throwback uh, to Houston, the the city that has there's kept a, Saint Arnold. There's a story behind 100%, it, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, I'm surprised you don't know about it because you are an old man. <laughs> Right. I didn't want to steal your thunder, dude. <laughs> I actually kind of know about it because um, there was another brewery in town, I'm not going to say who it was, that wanted to make this beer, uh, but you guys already had the rights to it. Yeah. Yeah. We've been sitting on yeah. the rights to this for a while, actually, and we just yeah. were waiting to figure out what we were going to do with it. We knew we, we knew we wanted the name if it wasn't going to be used by the people who had it beforehand, Yeah. Um, and we just didn't know what we were going to do with it, and it just happened out. You know, this year's our 30th. 30 years uh, the beer was out for 30 years the stars aligned yeah. you know it was, yeah. this is the first uh, for those who don't know uh, in Houston now this is the first kind of like big beer that came into the Houston scene after Prohibition 1933 stuck around until 1963 um, it was a, a Belgian style or I think it was a uh, uh, they had a they won an award in Belgium, right? With this beer, and that's why they called it Grand Prize. Uh, so this was like the before Lone Star. This was the beer that everyone was drinking in Houston. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, this was the Texas beer. Yeah. So uh, uh, this is just a throwback to the city of Houston, the one that's showed us love for thirty years. So. Excellent, yeah. excellent story. Can we can we try it or I don't you? see why not. Okay, good. We're here to do something, right? Let's see if we can get this make it sexy for everybody. Oh yeah. Is that not the best sound ever? <laughs> uh, no, I think the best sound ever is the burp I let out after I have a whole beer. <laughs> no, that is a that is a wonderful, wonderful sound for sure. Yeah. And uh I asked you a few weeks ago, I was like, hey man, can you give me some samples? Um, and uh, I ran into him later that day, uh, and you found out that I had I had bought singles at yeah. one of our local HEBs. <laughs> I just couldn't wait. I was like, I gotta have it. Yeah. I yeah. need it. So I bought a couple of singles, and uh, I took them back to the brewery so the team could try it, because uh, we're actually coming out with our own light lager here in a little bit. Uh, and so we just wanted to be like, what, what, what are we up against? Mm-hmm. And we, t- we tasted it, and we were like, man, this is really good. Yeah, I think this one and the Something Life from Eureka uh, were our favorites. Yeah. We were R&Ding, different, Trying other ones. different yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah those I were think, our favorites. I think this is the style that a lot of craft brewers should not be afraid of. I think a lot of uh, craft brewers maybe were thinking, like, oh, I don't want to be this kind of style because that's so close to the mainstream guys. But... A very smart person once said, like, don't be afraid of people coming 
back. Like if Bud Light, Coors Light, if their numbers are going upward, that means people are coming back to beer from exactly. alcohol, from wine, which then benefits us. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So don't be afraid to let that stuff kind of happen. Don't be afraid to have a beer that's kind of close to that. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Like, you go over to a Thanksgiving or Super Bowl party and you got some grand prize and grandpa has been drinking Bush Light his whole life. It's like, what is this? He's like, try it. And he drinks and he's like, wow, that's actually really good. This is what craft beer is, you know, because you can't give grandpa an IPA if he's been drinking Bush Light his whole life. And that's the thing is a lot of of people that don't drink craft they immediately think, oh, craft beer is going to be really hoppy, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but it's not. This is excellent, man. It's really light, really crisp. It goes down really easy. It's, yeah, it's very, I mean, very crushable. Very oh, crushable. yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for sharing this, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I said this is, this is going to be the new, I think this is going to be the, the brewer's beer. Um, funny story was like, uh, I know I talked to my good friend Matt from, from Parrish. He says the brewers over there, man. Like you think, because people think, oh, the brewers probably just sit around and drink their own stuff all day. It's they like, drink Ghost in the Machine all day, no, right? No, they, <laughs> the, the beer wouldn't be good because they'd be so trashed, you know. So those guys would drink like Miller High Life just to have something in the right. system, you know. And that's just the beer they chose or whatever. There's some some brewers I know do like the uh, Stubbies of Coors Banquet or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's just just to have that. It's almost like having an NA beer without having an NA beer. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's close. I mean, it's four yeah. two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, you can have several of these, and, and you'll be all right. Yeah, and I, I like it. it, it it's, uh, like I said, it's 100 calories, 2.7 carbs. It's kind of guilt-free and drinking a lot of these, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but it's actually got flavor to it. That's why. I, oh, yeah. Uh, the, the, guys, the guys at the brewery, they're, they've been working on this for a while, so. Yeah. And this show, so. Yeah, look at it. I'm, I'm waiting to see everybody else's, you know. I like it. These are these. I wish I had a can of ours in the, tr- in the, in the car. I could have given it to you. But next time, I'll get you some. Yeah. yeah, I don't want you to make fun of our label because we did kind of some homemade labels for nice. for the test ones. <laughs> <laughs> the new labels they look pretty clean and they're yeah. coming out pretty soon. But um, but dude, so like we talked about we talked about comic books um, and we talked about Walking Dead and stuff like that. I want to talk about like beers that that pair with certain comic book characters. Yeah, and so I actually went on this thing called the internet and I found some some articles that were already written. Uh, where they pair comic book characters and villains with a, a, a specific beer or a specific style. So we're going to lead off with a, a guy uh, that you may know that goes, I was born in the dark. That's a good one. <laughs> Our good friend Bane. Yeah. Uh, from D.C. Um, Man, when I went to see that movie, I couldn't stop talking like that. I know, yeah. Because <laughs> it's it's literally it's literally Sean Connery with your math code. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you could do like you could do like the the Jeopardy stuff, the <laughs> SNL Jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, of uh, what's his name doing Sean Connery? Uh huh. But it's Bane. Yeah. Right. Like, like. Say goodbye to your mother, trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is like like. For the longest time, I just assumed that was uh, uh, Tom Hardy doing a voice somehow. Like, but they, right. they, they actually use like you know editing to do that. But like, if you ever watched like some of the stuff Tom Hardy's done, he does some pretty cool dialect with his. He does. Have you ever, have you ever watched uh, yeah. Peaky Blinder? Oh yeah. He's in there, and, yeah. and that accent that he does, I was like, all right, and, and it kind of kind of has almost a little banish to it. There is a little banish to it. Yeah. He's a very versatile actor. 
It was one of my favorites. And, and Bane, the Bane, the Bane character that he did was really good. I think, I think a lot of people didn't really care for that movie that much. I loved it. But probably my favorite character of his, can't remember the name of the movie, but it's a true story where he was, uh, he was a distiller during the uh, during Prohibition. Oh, yeah. Is that uh, a bootlegger? Well, he's a bootlegger, right? Yeah. Shia LaBeouf was his little Shia brother. Labeouf, Shia LaBeouf was his little brother. Yeah. And he was just, like, he didn't have a ton of dialogue, but his presence was like, like, once he was on the scene, it was like, everybody yeah. just better straighten your ass up, man, yeah. because if not, homeboy's going to sit you straight. That was, that, yeah, I don't remember the name of the movie right now off the top yeah. of my head, but that was a good movie. That was one of my favorite movies uh, that yeah. him and, and Shia LaBeouf had written in, so, yeah. Yeah, that was a really good one. But as far as beers go, so, like, Bane. Bane. Like... Big, big dude. You don't want to mess with him. I mean, the first thing that pops in my head is barley wine. Yeah. Right? I can see that. Yeah. And uh, you guys make some barley wine from time to time. We do. We do. It's a lot of our stuff. So my favorite of the barley wines that we've done, we did the uh, the old-fashioned. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. That, and I, I'll, I will say this. I'm not the biggest barley wine fan. What's wrong with that? I, I just I don't know. Like it's just, but there's only been a handful of them. Uh, uh, Bigfoot, I like that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying yeah. a couple of the other ones, but like, the, just I, I I I don't know. And I don't drink a lot of them. I did win a vertical six pack of uh, 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 of barley wine Bigfoot from our good friend Gus. Yeah, I kicked his butt in fantasy football, and he owed me a six-pack of vertical. Ooh. So I have those. So. We should drink it in front of him we one day. Sh- we should, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go, um, was that was that in our league that we played in last that was year? The, yeah, yeah, for the the tap league or whatever. The we tap did. league, yeah, 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 that's we right. We were in finals. He's like, oh, I'm gonna destroy you this one, and he I get eliminated. Him, he you know? and he put that up as his bet. Was yeah, a, was that was the side bet. Was a flight of uh, bigfoot bottles. Yeah. Ooh. Six-year vertical. Ooh, man. Dang, I wish I would have thought of something like that. Because I think I beat him in, a, in the one matchup that we had. I think so, yeah, because he I only think. lost a couple. That's yeah. He was almost undefeated. Yeah. He's basically like the Philadelphia Eagles weird this year. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing uh, during the really season. Do really want to get into football, No, no, though? no. We're, 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 we're going to stay off of that. We're sticking to the nerd stuff. So you went barley wine. Is there a particular reason you did barley wine for Bane? Um, just because I think, you know, he's a big dude. He kicks ass. And barley wine, if you drink too much of it, it's going to kick your ass, dude. Yeah. But it's also like, kind of enjoy it at the same time. And that, you know, Bane on screen, whether it's the cartoon character or the cartoon character's a little cheesy. Yeah. Uh, but Bane on the screen, played by Tom Hardy, very strong, um, didn't suffer any fools. Mm. And if you mess around with barley wine, dude, it's going to... It's gonna mess you up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna mess you up. Okay. What about you, Ronnie? What you thinking? Oh man. If if I'm going with Bane, I'm gonna have to go something a little cheesy here. Strong ale. Strong yeah. ale. Yeah. With some cheese in it. Oh no, no cheese. You can hold the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go strong ale, man. I mean, if you if you want to barrel age it, you can. But if you not, I mean, you have those sweet tones with yeah. the big. ABV behind it that's kind of hidden where you wouldn't expect it, especially with his Bane, where he wasn't as big as in the comics or as in the cartoons or animated movies. Sure. Um, but then it hits you a lot harder than you expected. Yeah. Or he bends you over his knee and breaks Batman's back. Yeah. I mean, that's you true. guys have 
It's a strong alternative. We do, right? we yeah. do, and I was actually going to say. Yeah. So I, I, I enjoyed the barley wine reference, and I was going to say, the only thing I would say that would make your argument was because it is a strong beer, but it's also sophisticated. And so the Tom Hardy Bane we saw was a different Tom Hardy than we saw in the, the, the like I said, the uh, the cartoons and whatnot. Right. That's a little bit yeah. more campier than in the comic books. He's actually a mercenary, so that's the I, we, I appreciated that Tom Hardy Bane. He was a mercenary. Yeah. He was intelligent. He was in the League of Shadows. Exactly. He was exactly. raised in this culture of like, know your enemies, know how to manipulate people. Sure. Right. So like, yeah. yeah he, and barley wines are like that. They're sure. very very deep they have a lot of different flavors um i love the ones that have like dark fruits like yeah yeah like a fig or a plum right. or something like that so yeah that's that's bang dude that's a good one after yeah. your quote i initially started thinking like stouts imperial stouts and everything else that's you did the i was born in the darkness quote but i actually <laughs> went to tar- i went to strong l too just because it's that's what he's known for is his strength strong l yeah. uh a nice big multi backbone which references the breaking of the back. Yeah, there you uh, go. And then, yes, we do have a strong L that's out right now. It's uh, unreasonably easy drinking. It's called Tarnation, which is exactly what happens when you get in a fight Bro. with Bane. He kicks your butt, and you go, what? And Tarnation just happened. <laughs> you, you ain't lying when you talk about easy drinking. Yeah. It, it goes down really smooth, and it's like 9... 9%. 9%, man. Like, it's, it's a strong beer. But it'll sneak up on you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it'll definitely sneak up uh, on you. Yeah, you know, and it's, and it's done very well for us. It's one of the uh, better uh, new admissions we've done. And, and yeah. uh, if you're a big fan of the maltier beers, this is definitely the one for you. Uh, and like I said, so uh, I think Ronnie won this one. You, you know, think Ronnie won? I think yeah, so. Yeah. Strong. That was right okay. there. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna kick your ass on the next one. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, so up next we have we have Batman's arch nemesis. The Joker. Oh, man. The Joker. Man, I hate that I think this right now, but the first thing that pops in my head is one of those smoothie sours, dude. <laughs> That's like purple. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate that I think that because, I mean, the Joker, I mean, shit, man. Like, there's been so many great actors that have played that character, and and really none of them are smoothie sours. No. No, but uh, but no, you're right. I mean, that, that's just there's so many interpretations of the Joker, and yeah. I think that's what's the really cool part. You have so many points to go off of. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that picking just a crazy wild beer, yeah, might be the answer. I don't know. It might, or maybe it might be something that's like a, a wild fermented beer. Yeah, you know, um, like something from like Jester King that's made in their cool ship. Uh, that you know this soured in the air mm-hmm. there in Austin and uh, they had some crazy fruits to it well shit I mean H.O. Rubison yeah I don't know if they make that beer in the cool shit but you know fruited a fruited sour like H.O. Rubison would be yeah yeah that's my beer there we okay. go I, I was gonna go sour um, but more along the lines of like um, I guess something extremely tart in the sense of um I guess closest to the tiny S's we were talking about earlier. Oh yeah, tiny S's. Very very puckering to give you that um, that that redness of his mouth that goes across um, the scars that he has. I guess give you that similar face. It's, yeah. It was, now we're specifically talking about Heath Ledger's Joker then, right? Do, yeah. are, is he the only one that has scars? No, we have the new Joker, then the new Batman. 
Uh, they had a little cameo at the end. He's got scars. Does he really? Did yeah. they show him in that movie? They did towards the very. It was a, I think like it was a credit seconds. screen. Yeah, it was a credit screen. Uh, in uh, credit screen. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I guess I need to go back and watch yeah. that because I didn't see that. They did show him a little bit. He had like, a lot more scars. He was very, very uh, the new comic books Joker. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and then I can't remember. I don't think. Ja- yeah, did Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson. I don't think he had scars. He didn't have no, scars, yeah. but his face was just very wide, warped. Very yeah. warped because of him falling into chemical vat. Right. Um, yeah, but then the other jerkers, Joaquin Phoenix, obviously no, no scars. Yeah. Um, Yet. Yeah. We don't know what happens. Part two. We got we'll part see. Two coming, yeah. I can't believe they're actually making a sequel to that. Yeah, okay. I was kind of. I enjoyed it as a standalone, but Me too. If, if they keep it the way they they, 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 if they do the same thing with the first one, and I don't know, we'll see. That's a tough watch. Yeah, it's a great movie. It was a tough watch. Um, It sparked a lot of conversations. They got very angry, and I was like, "Wow, this is crazy." There'd be a comic book, and it's having so much, you know. But uh, but I think that just tells you that like we can make these characters, but they speak to us, you know, because there's real humanity behind them. Um, So like his Joker, Heath Ledger's Joker, there's there's a humanity to them. There's almost like I like sometimes I get nervous when I say this. Like the Heath Ledger Joker, when he's when he's in the hospital room with Harvey Dent, mm-hmm. like there's things that he says in that room that like really resonate with me. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, dude, like I better watch myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I, you know what? I really hate to say this, but I think Leo won this round. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that because I think. The best one would be an old school traditional wild ale open vat. You know what I mean? Yeah, one yeah. of those old school style wild ales. And I say that because just wild ale that reminds you, wild name reminds you of the Joker. Uh, he's not strong, he's but he's got a whole bunch of perplexity to Yeah, him. you don't know what you're going to get from exactly. him, right? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, one of the greatest quotes in the comic books was um, Joker said, he's like, if I'm going to have a past, I want it to be multiple choice. And they brought that quote. Heath Ledger's character, remember? He was like, you want to know how I got these guys? And he said three different stories. Yeah, three different stories, that's right. Exactly, so I yeah. think that one would probably be the best one for him. Yeah. Mm. Tied it up. That's, that's good, man. I'm, I'm your, good. your synopsis <laughs> is fantastic. That's why when, when I texted you, like, hey, we're going to talk about pairing superheroes and beers. And you, your response was LMAO. And I was like, oh, he doesn't think I'm serious. <laughs> but yeah. no, but... I've known you for a while now, and I know what your wheelhouse is. So I was like, man, what? How can we make this fun and interesting, with all your knowledge about comic books and stuff like that? And uh, so yeah, I'm, this is really fun. I'm really enjoying this. So look, we're gonna keep going in DC. Uh, so we talked about Bane. We talked about the Joker. Next up is their dude, the guy that they're always fighting. is Batman. Yeah. It's Batman. That's me. And and uh, Jacob, you want to lead off on this one? I mean. Yeah, so I will say this. <clears throat> I know you asked earlier about, like, you know, what do I prefer comic books-wise? Um, yeah. and, I, and I said, you know, reading-wise, I probably read more DC than I do Marvel, but, you know, I'll, I like all comic books. Batman, and I, I will invite anyone to reach out to Leo, and, give, and he'll connect us, and I will argue this all day long. Batman is the one superhero character that has the best storylines than any other superhero. I, and I, I challenge you to 
prove me wrong. <laughs> he just has the best storylines. He it's really a great does. Story he has a lot of uh, villains, and some of them are really kooky, you yeah. know. But uh, he's got some of the best storylines, and then you get some of the offshoots because you know you count like, hey, some of the, all the different Robins, and they have their own arcs and their own right. stories. They all branch off the Batman family, and so um, so there's a lot. There's a, yeah, you're right, like Batman, but he's also very subtle. He's also very dark. He goes to a certain place, but not oversteps the line. So yeah. it's very hard, very hard one to do. Um, I would have to say like a nice imperial stout nice and dark for me personally if we're taking it back to my house at St. Arnold I would put it to commitment commitment yeah man and that's all Batman was you know he had a traumatic thing in his childhood and he stuck to his commitment and he you know and then and then like I said like there's complexity to him but he doesn't show it all. Right. He, he lives just like Bane. You know, he lives in the dark. So, uh, yeah, a nice imperial stout. Something that you can just slowly let ease through the city of Gotham. You know? <laughs> Which Batman do you feel best exemplifies that Ooh. from the movies? Man, so that's a hard one. Because uh, yeah. you, love, you love Keaton. Uh, so here's the thing right. that I always tell people when you talk about the Batmans, and I did this whole breakdown. Uh, there's some actors who are great Batmans. There's some actors who are great Bruce Waynes. There's very few that are both. Man, you, dude, that's great. <laughs> because I'm thinking George Clooney, mm-hmm. not a great Batman, but a really good, good Bruce Wayne. George, yeah, Bruce Wayne, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yep. And see, Michael yeah. Keaton, I would... Have you, has anyone went back and watched the old Batmans in a long time? I have. And then he kind of reprised that role in the Flash, the Flash movie yeah. that just came out. Which Michael Keaton. was a mixed bag, but... Michael Keaton, great Batman. Yeah. Bruce Wayne was kind of crazy. When he unfurls his bifocals and hooks him around his ear, I'm like, holy crap. How did I think that was cool when I was, you know? <laughs> uh, but great Batman. Great Batman. I mean, yeah. the whole, like, neck moving thing, that was just very campy. Uh, but, yeah, so for me... and. I know Ben Affleck gets a lot of guff and whatever else, but he really he yeah. put his heart into it, and he did a he good did. he did a good Bruce Wayne, he did a great Batman. They did that character wrong by not giving him his own movie. Correct. They should have given him his own movie. They always paired him with somebody else, like Batman versus Superman, and you know he was in the Flash Justice a little bit, Justice League. League. Yeah. It's like man, like come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give give that character a movie to to really build that that. You know his his version of Batman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert Pattinson, pretty I good. Okay. I thought, I thought he, did, he, did he did okay good for like a young Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, good storyline. I think I the, my favorite part of that movie was his relationship with um, Catwoman. <laughs> no, not Catwoman. Uh, Alfred. It was Alfred. Yeah. Right. Like he he really didn't appreciate Alfred. Yeah. Right. And I think he had to come to terms with that towards the end of the movie. It's like. I kind of fucked up. And yeah. Like, you know, I need to listen to Alfred a little bit more. Yeah. Right. Which is with yeah. the which was with the uh, uh, yeah. the the Christopher Nolan trilogy. That's how that kind of ended. You know. Right. Alfred was like, "Hey, I'm not. I've buried enough. I'm not going yeah. yeah, I'm not going to do any more. Like you're pushing it too far. You're taking it too far. Um, I'm just, I'm here. I'm looking out for you, and and I'm I'm committed to taking cleaning mice. You know. Right. So. Uh, 
So he did a very good job at that at a young age. So we'll we'll yeah. see what happens. I, I'm sure they're gonna do more. I'm sure. Yeah, I think I think they've announced another one. I think they're doing a, a standalone penguin movie. Now he's gonna be a, have an HBO or an uh, HBO show, show. Yeah, right. Yeah, which was crazy. He freaking that guy does so many good things. You, I mean, you know? I've seen that movie a couple times, and you can't tell that it's no. Not at What's all. What's his name? Colin Farrell. Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Yeah. You can't tell. Like, no. I'm like, I'm looking at him. I was like, there's nothing there that tells me that's Colin Farrell. Yeah. Great job, man. Whoever the market makeup department is, like, keep it. that person <laughs> hired for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So I went with the open, the the easy kind of. I think the easy target, the In dark, person. dark. Yeah. Very yeah. dark beer. That's kind of what he's known for. He, you know, he's yeah. a dark, dark person. But there's other things I think out there. What do you guys think? Man, like it's hard to argue against that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to argue against an imperial stout. I think the only way to like not necessarily one up it is is make it a barrel aged one because okay. you know there's barrel age adds more depth. Sure. Uh, to the stout. I don't think there's a wrong answer here, Jacob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're Early comparing now. it to. Um, commitment you had uh, there was one year what was it strawberry and chocolate and then mm-hmm. one, uh, another year is vanilla beans vanilla yeah. beans um, yeah. there's different things the only other beer I would say uh, my answer was going to be the same as yours yeah. <laughs> but you could argue Schwarz beer because it's, yeah. it's a deceptively dark beer but at the same time can smooth you over like Bruce Wayne would in a night Life yeah, kind of maybe scene. maybe yeah. Uh, Bruce Wayne. Two. Bruce Wayne is a Schwarz beer, and then he turns into the stout when uh, yeah. when he puts the uh, the costume on. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's just, that's a good one. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Like you don't like because he's that's always been the great thing about Batman. Oh, he's he's dark and he's kind of grungy. I think even in the earlier years, always oh, he's, he's a little too grungy. He's a little a little too aggressive. We need that. That's why Superman had his first movie way before Batman did. Yeah. He was more. For the kids, easy for the kids to watch, you know. He, whereas Batman's kind of dark and grungy and scary. It's a little too gritty for kids. Right. We need something else. We need Superman. We'll put Superman movies out. But he does all that stuff, but he doesn't cross that line. He has a very he strong never, commitment yes, to. Yes. Yeah. He never again, crosses that line. Again, the word commitment yeah. comes in. <laughs> So Jacob, maybe so maybe he it. doesn't have that ABV as a commitment. Maybe he has more of a Schwartz beer. Still, the dark colors, a lot of flavor, but it doesn't go over that ABV line. That's a good argument. Yeah. What do you got? Definitely over a good argument. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, there's no wrong answer here. I, I think, yeah, a stout, a Schwartz beer, dark, delicious, roasty. Yeah. Anyway. Brooding. Brooding. Well, that's more stout for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think a stout is more of a brooding beer. Yeah. All right. We're going to go on. Um, we got two more characters to go. We're, all, we're just going to stay with DC. So the next one is Wonder Woman. Mm. Okay. And listen, man, the, the first Wonder Woman movie that came out a few years ago, I've seen that movie multiple times. It's a great movie. Yeah. And... Um, What's her name? Gal Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. How do you pronounce her last name? Gadot Gadot. Like I think I it's a regional thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I think she's Israeli or something like yeah. that. She used to be part of the Israeli army. That's right. Yeah. She was part of the Israeli army. And then not too long after watching that movie, I found out that she filmed the entire movie while she was pregnant. Yeah. Crazy. And if you see some of the action scenes in there, man, like oh man, she can move around. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking about it, that the music that they play when she's fighting, the, I don't, yeah, it's 
I can hear it in my head. Yeah. You know, do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah, like that's her music. But when it comes to beer and Wonder Woman, so she's kind of like an immortal character. She's been around for a long time. She was raised by Amazons. She's kind of, she's a god, essentially, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So in the movie, she, her mom and uh, and the villain in the movie, um, um, the god of war, I can't remember yeah. his name. Ares. 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 Um, they hooked up, and that was their daughter. That was that was Wonder Woman, right? Or was it... Or, or was it Zeus that was her dad? I don't remember, but that's right. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, she was a god, and they kind of they wanted to keep that from her. Uh, growing up, they didn't she didn't, they didn't let her fight or do anything because they were afraid of like how powerful was she going to be? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I want to go barrel aged again. Okay. Okay. I want to go barrel aged again, but I want to go barrel aged Belgian Trappel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> still strong, not yeah. dark. Yeah. Still very strong, can be very old, and Belgian beers have been around for a long, long time. Uh, you, Rodney almost spit his beer out, dude. Like, I want, why do you want to almost spit your beer out, bro? I, I feel like maybe I'm thinking out loud and y'all are picking that up, or is every one of them, I think we're all dead on on the same yeah. track so far. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I, Anyway, but yeah, I, that's what I'm thinking. Is like something old and ancient and strong, uh, but like not Leo. dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're like, I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, if if that's off the table, I'm gonna go golden now. Um, something yeah. a little more versatile. Um, something you can kind of have a few of and and not be tired of, but at the same time, after a few of them, you've kind of felt like you've gone a few rounds yeah uh, something that's definitely well balanced a little sweet a little strong a little a bit rough not yeah not in the sense <laughs> of that, that <laughs> now we're really, now we're now we're slowly diving into the fantasies he has with going uh-huh, to, you know, right? hey man, tell your you truth you do you bro <laughs> yeah I hope Gaga does not listen yeah. to this right now I'm pretty sure she's yeah. not <laughs> it's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's those. So I was actually, um, I was right there with you guys. I always say the first thing I so, I think anyone who knows anything about uh, beers and stuff like that, everyone knows that Belgian beers are like the higher. That, that's just what they're known for: higher ABV, higher uh, carbonation. That's yeah. that's all Belgian styles. Kind of. I was gonna kind of. I, mean, I would probably go with like a, maybe like a Trappist quad. A Trappist quad. Yeah. Okay. Just because it has that old. So our Amazons are like the old world energy. If you remember in the Justice League, it talks about like the Amazons and, and the Zeuses and all those worlds came and together. The, the, you know, the Aquaman people. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Atl- yeah. Atl- Atl- Atlanteans. Yeah, yeah. So like they're like very old world, which is so it's Trappist style. It's very old world right. styles, you know. Uh, and then for me, quad, because, it, because it's a little bit more, like I said, it's going to take the intensity. I do like the golden one because uh, it's it's a little bit lighter, and she's you know she's you know she's very muscular, but she's very light, you know, and very and they have the invisible plane and all that kind of stuff. But I went with quad because it's very uh, very sweet, but then also very big punch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
those are definitely one of those beers where you get that that little goblet usually you know like that, yeah. that Trappist goblet and you're like mm, yeah that's nice and then you go to stand up you're like ooh I can't feel my legs you know so well, what do you think about doing that beer that style and putting it in some barrels because then we can talk about my favorite beer of all time oh Bishop's Barrel Number 13. Okay. It's a Belgian quad aged in bourbon barrels. Yeah. I still have a bottle of it at the house. Saving it for a special occasion. Somebody said, like, you should have drank that when you found out you were cancer-free. I was like, ah, I don't know. Because it, was, it wasn't that, that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, but uh, I'm saving that bottle. Saving? I'm saving it for something. I don't know. I need to set a goal to drink it, but... Yeah. Save it for when the Texans win the Super Bowl this year. Hey, I might be drinking that in about a month. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, you you yeah. just chug it all right I mean, down in one. If I save I'd it till so excited if for I you. save it till the next time the Cowboys play, I might die. Okay, you know what? So Ronnie wins Taylor. this one is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I, honestly, like now that we've kind of gone over the styles, I feel like you guys kind of hit it on the head a little bit better than I did. I like the idea of the golden ale. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of the Belgian quad. Uh, um, I'm thinking right now of the golden ale, the barrel-aged golden ale that, that uh, Bobby did at Back Pew. It's called Rand, uh, yes. named after one of the characters from Wheel of Time. That's a great beer. Um, yeah, man, I think any of those any of the, those two beers clearly represent the greatest Amazon that ever lived. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I gotta go back and watch that movie. It's been a while since I watched that movie, but that first one was a very that was a really good one. The second one was eh. they started to get a little more campier. It was really campy. I mean, and it sucks because there was a couple of good performances from the other characters, and it was cool to see Cheetah. And I didn't really care much for the the Max Payne uh, one, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, first one was definitely a good one. Definitely, definitely. All right, saved. The best for last. There it is. The best for last. Um, Superman. Damn. Yeah. That's a to me. That's a tough one because he's 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 everything. Right. He's he could be whatever you want him to be. Sure. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. I feel weird talking about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very hard because uh, I, Superman is essentially uh, DC's like version. Well, not version, but like, so you have Superman and then you have Captain America and Marvel, right? Yeah. These are the golden boys. Right. The Boy Scouts. Don't do any wrong. Only good. You know what I mean? Uh, everyone loves them. Kids love them type thing. So. But they also have deep hurt yeah. and pain that they're working through as well, you know? Mm-hmm. And they they don't really, they don't really show that, right? Yeah. Like they're like, we're just going to power through this and yeah. 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 So, um, good reps. And there's a lot of Superman out there that got a lot of different versions of Superman that we've had, just like the Batman one, uh, whether it's TV, whether it's movies, you know. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot to go off of. Uh, um, so, that one's going to be a hard one. For me, if I'm taking it back to St. Arnold, which I've kind of been doing this entire time, uh, I would probably. You're a good employee. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am. <laughs> but I, that's my job. I'm trying Brock, to. I'm letting, I'm, letting you guys, I'm letting you guys go somewhere else. But for me, like. If I'm saying Superman, I'm going to say Art Car. Art Car. For a couple of reasons. The color, just right off the bat, that's Superman's color. You know what I mean? Uh, It's, to me, it's it's kind of like, it's the golden boy for St. Arnold. 
It's uh, the number one selling IPA in Houston. It's the golden standard of Texas beers, almost, you know, some people might say, uh, me. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would, I would probably say, like, you know, and then, it's, and then Superman is my favorite character, so that would be, and that's my favorite beer, so that's for me, our car, yeah. And so that would be, you know, that Third Coast IPA style, but, yeah. You said Third Coast? Yeah, I think that's what we call it, is it Third Coast? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's not necessarily a West Coast, because we brought the old school, uh, you know, English style IPA married with the West Coast style. Yeah. It's kind of like, so yeah, it's a Third Coast IPA I style. like that. Yeah. I like that. And then... That is a fantastic IPA. It's, it's like when I talk about local IPAs, it's 1A and 1B, Art Car and Mini Boss. Mm-hmm. Um, both made by the same brewer, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, shout out to Casey from Eureka Heights, man. Uh, yeah. Um, both, and actually had a, I had a Mini Boss today. Actually, I stopped by Eureka Heights uh, to drop off some competition beers, but. Um, as far as for me, man, it's a tough one, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, because, I mean, I grew up watching all the Superman movies, you know, the Christopher Reeves movies. Yeah. I, mean, I, was a, I was a little kid when those movies came out. I was probably, I think, the first one came out in 80, 78 or 79. I was five. Wow. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Don't tell people I faked my birth certificate. Okay? <laughs> Yeah, so you're so, uh, so if you're thinking so that, that go off the Christopher Reeves like that's your Superman that's your so yeah. what, what kind of beer reminds you of that? Man, so I'm thinking about that very first movie. Um, you know, it's him against Lex Luthor. Margot Kidder plays Lois Lane. The scene uh, where there's a massive earthquake and uh, and Margot Kidder, her, Lois Lane, essentially she dies. Yeah. Right. She. Uh, you know, this earthquake, like, her car gets sucked into a huge, like, crater or whatever, and all these rocks and stuff are falling on top of her, and uh, Superman flies in, he's too late, you know, he's ripping all these rocks away, and he sees her, and she's dead, and, you know, he just lets out this, like, guttural, like, just fucking hate my life right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she died, and what am I going to do? And so he flies into space. Kind of ridiculous. But when you're a little kid and you're watching this movie, it's like, (laughs) man, that is amazing. He starts flying Uh and he changes the Earth's, the Earth, the the spin of the Earth. He starts spinning it the other way and it turns time back. Mm -hmm. And so he's able to go back and save Lois uh, from her her death. and I don't know how to compare that into a beer. <laughs> this whole time I'm telling this story, I'm like, think of a beer, think of a beer, think yeah. of a beer. I still don't know, but like, when I watch that movie, that's the scene that stands out, right? Maybe you guys can help me. Like, what's a, what's a beer that, like, can raise you from the dead? <laughs> I think, well, for what you're, so what you're experiencing, or what you're telling me you're experiencing is something that was, like, very, when you're a child, it's like, this is really, really cool. So, yeah. What is the fir- one of the some of the first craft beers you're like, oh, I'm well, drinking sure. craft beer for the rest of my life. Dude. That I might mean, be it. That might be your connection. Well it's and it's St. Arnold. Okay. My first craft beer, and I've mentioned this on the show several times, was Fancy Lawnmower. Mm-hmm. My very first craft beer. Well, I mean you might say that Shiner, eh, maybe. I don't know if you could call that craft or not. Aaron, if you're listening to the show, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um 
But, I mean, yeah. Um, and that's a special story for me because it was Brock Wagner that served me my very first, the, the craft beer that I really loved, right? Yeah. Uh, I was in a, I was, uh, in a class, taking a class at San Jacinto College. I was, yeah. a, I was thinking about going into uh, hotel restaurant management and there was a class called beverages, right? And mm-hmm. so like you learn about different beverages and one of the things that we did was the whole class went to do a tour at the old brewery right. on, off of 290. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember walking in there and I had never, I had never even heard of craft beer. This, this was in 1999. Mm-hmm. So St. Arnold was already five years old at the time. The 30, the thir- turning 30 this year, so that gives you a little bit of time, time reference. I, so we walked in through, through Brock's office, and I just remember walking in and there was like papers like stacked up everywhere, right? <laughs> this is a little dingy office, right? Yeah. Like, but his office now is probably really, really nice and organized and clean. When, when, uh, <laughs> but when, back in those days, like a tiny little brewery, you know, he was happy that we were all there. There was probably like 20 of us there. Uh, they had the tiny little tap room. And back in those days, they were not allowed to sell you beer. Right. Like you had to buy, you had to buy a tour, mm-hmm. and then you can have samples, right? right? And so that day, it, there was no, I mean, there was a tour. We didn't pay for it. It was just kind of like he wanted to do it. Uh, and I think m- my teacher in that class was a friend of, of Brock's. But anyway, he's pouring his beers. That's actually the day that... I tried IPA for the first time and thinking to myself, why would somebody drink this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Just absolutely disgusting. But now it's like, man, and that was Alyssa. Yeah. Now that's like, you drink Alyssa's and that's a fantastic beer. Mm-hmm. And it's not even the best IPA this thing all makes. Um, obviously, that's that's art car. Um, but, but yeah, man, I mean, when it comes to like an OG story, that feeling of like nostalgia, um, and then after trying it, like asking Brock, like where can where can I go buy this? And it's like, well, it's only on draft right now, and it's only in a handful of bars in Houston. Yeah. Uh, but one day you'll see it, and it wasn't too long after that that I moved to San Antonio um, for about a little over a year, uh, and then came back home. Um, this was like early early two thousands, and then I remember walking into a store and seeing the bottles. I was like, oh, it's here. Mm-hmm. It's out, and it's still out. Like it's one of those beers that never goes away, and that's to me tells me that this this beer is going to stand the test of time because beers come and go, right? When you go into an HEB, you may be used to buying a beer, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's not on the shelf anymore. I wonder what happened. Right. That's not the case for Lawnmower, man. Lawnmower is still you can still find it in the market. You know, 20 plus years later, it's a fantastic beer. And it's also my favorite style of beer. I love Kolsch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Bright, so, bubbly. Yeah. I mean, this is a, and this is a lot to unpack on that one. It has uh, it has that connection to you. Uh, yeah. Superman gets his power from the sun. When you're hanging out in the sun, what do you want to drink? A lawnmower. A lawnmower. You know what I mean? 100%. So I think you nailed it, man. Bro. Nothing wrong with that. I like the, I like how you tied the sun I, into that. Man. That's, that's what great. it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. No pressure, Ronnie. He just poured his heart out. Uh, Anyone listening right now is probably tearing up a bit. Good luck. (laughs) Man, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to piggyback off of you a little bit. Um, But in my thought, it was double art car. Oh. The... the, uh, Yeah. yeah. What was it? Double dry hop uh, variant? Is that what it was? Yeah. 
My favorite, uh, full disclosure, not a Superman fan. I was always a Batman fan. Okay. Um, my favorite version of Superman was the Injustice uh, arc. Oh, yeah. They did. Yeah. Where he came out, he was very, very upset because uh, Joker tricked him and made him believe that Lois was dead. So now he's uh, on this war path of it's everybody else's fault because they didn't stop Joker. Right. So Double Art Car is this very big, bold, strong, just when he comes out, he's the most aggressive that you've ever yeah. seen him. And that's a very aggressive with the hop spear in the sense of as someone who is a stout lover and more into the sweets, the art car, I had to, the double art car, I'm sorry, I had to kind of ease into it as I'd have to do with most Superman kind of things. Yeah, um, yeah. I, as, as someone who's been a Batman fan my whole life, um, Superman was kind of not not someone I didn't enjoy, but it was, it was not my cup of tea, but you learn to love it. Yeah. And as someone who hated IPAs coming into this, that was a beer that I drank and at first I was like, oh, and then I was like, wait, okay, that's kind of, yeah, that's, that's kind of, wait a minute. Yeah, I yeah. kind of <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Right. I like that. And it's, it's got the hits. So that makes sense. Yeah. All and right. it, so in, in Justice, does he have a red uniform outside of his cape or... Because the double art it, car is red. Yeah. It's a red and, think, and actually, I think I think he's. Uh, if you go off of like uh, the, the comic books, which is a good read, by the way, um, and it's it's, it's it's and he specifically blames Batman. It's like you lock him up, he escapes. He kills people. You lock him up, he escapes. He kills people. The way you're doing it isn't working. And so he eventually kills Joker. And then that oh, wow. breaks the rule that Batman has. And then it becomes all the superheroes are like, hey man, it comes with very civil war. Like, hey, what are we doing, guys? Like we can't kill people. We become the villains if we do that. Well, yeah, but if we're just letting them kill innocent people over and over and over, so nah, it gets a little bit more political. Oh, so we're gonna stay away from oh. that. But that's the kind of the arc. And then yeah, he, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the blue kind of goes away because that's the gets more reddish. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Good call, so, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Really good call. And I love how Jacob just wraps it all up. You know, he's he's the I'm comic book expert. <laughs> and he, I mean, yeah, he yeah. just he's making us look good today. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, dude. I'm trying yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you guys are doing. I mean, I, and I, I like how you're taking it and putting it to yourself too. That makes make that you know, I mean, they, right. that makes it a little bit easier. And that's what I think anyone's passion, whether it's sports, whether it's comic books, whether it's music, beer. Well, that's what craft beer really is. It's all about the passion of the art that is beer. Yeah. And you, yeah. you see people, so many people have that with other things, right? Whether, I mean, there's so many guys in the beer community that are Arsenal fans, you know, and when you take it to old school right. football, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's just, it's just that, that, that guttural passion that people don't, maybe not know, because in America, American football is a little bit more popular, you know, but then they like, you take an American guy from Philly who goes in and owns a, a part, part owner with uh, Ryan Reynolds over in Wales, and he's like, oh, my God, I've never experienced this in my life. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, ever since I started watching the Arsenal matches, which was running about two and a half years now, uh, our friend James, the general manager here at the Cove, uh, Daniel, big Arsenal fans, uh, it, and then Scott from, uh, from Great Heights. Yeah. Uh, he, so Scott invited me to the Arsenal bar last year. 
uh, in an early match, I don't remember who, who they were playing, but being in that crowd and mm -hmm. feeling that energy, yeah. like after that, I was like, I'm happy. This is awesome. Yeah. This is so much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now, like, we're experiencing the, the frustration of them, like, what the hell's going on? Because yeah. <laughs> they were top of the table for a while, and now they're like, they've lost several matches in a row, and you're like, they can't score. And, yeah. But anyway, not to get off into the semantics of, <laughs> of being an Arsenal fan, because now I'm hearing all the, the frustration from the old Arsenal fans of like, typical Arsenal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But it's fun. And, and uh, anyway, but dude, like, I can't believe we're at an hour. Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about right. And this last segment. When you hang out, drink craft beer, just talk about <clears throat> your passions, this just happens. Well, and like I didn't know what we were going to talk about because me and Jacob have been having this spat the past few days because of football. Yeah. Uh, we have American football. different allegiances. <laughs> <laughs> and I ran in, when I ran into him the other day, or yesterday, I was like, uh, I asked him, I said, hey, are we good? Are we all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and so when we talked about being on the show, I, did, I started thinking about today. I was like, what are we going to talk about? Because I really I don't want to talk about football because we can hurt our feelings. I know we can. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, We don't want to jinx anything either. And we don't want to jinx anything, I'm, right? I'm okay. Like, so, you know, when you have your allegiances, I'm like, like I have, so for baseball, I have the Astros. Right. But then I also yeah. have a couple other teams that I followed when I was a kid that I'm like, man, like, I was very happy for the Braves when they won. You know, yeah, it's, and that it's was my baseball team growing up. Yeah, when I didn't live in Houston, we lived, you know, South Texas, where you could you could watch the Cubs or the Braves. Yeah, right. And so like the Braves were my team. Dale Murphy was my was my hero when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's so that's yeah. kind of where I'm at now. Like I'm really just hoping the Texans have. I mean, and they've already done successful this season so I'm, I'm happy for them I don't want to jinx them I don't want to talk about it let's just let's see what happens Saturday let's all let's have, enjoy some beers and let's, let's yeah. just cross our fingers and hope we have when a good you, game when you hear this show you'll know what's happened <laughs> maybe next week we'll be talking about AFC championship game yeah who knows it's it's exciting definitely yeah. exciting yeah but yeah I was like man Jacob's a comic book dude like we could somehow incorporate comic books and beer and got on the internet and there was already a couple of articles and so it's, that. it's so funny you said that so like I'm not the biggest person on social media I mean I have a Facebook but it's just more or less for me to keep in touch with my friends back in Georgia sure. and Florida yeah. and whatever else um, uh, so for me when you text that it was really funny so my Instagram I was like I don't know, I don't know. I'm, every once in a while I'll post a picture if I'm at the Astros game or from a Texans game or if I'm just goofing off at a festival with my buddies you know sure, yeah. uh, I don't use it but at one point I was like I should try to like do this and become one of these new hip kids that are called influencers and so one of my gimmicks was going to be like because my and I think it's still my handle it's like a it's you know Tanser 300 it's like uh, uh, comic book geek beer geek slash beer geek and I would like sometimes like man how cool would it be if like you know I was just like hey I'm reading this comic book and I'm pairing it with this beer and then I never did it but then you you bought the idea up. I was like dude I'm down for it dude yeah, yeah. I'm down dude, for it so, <laughs> you, I would literally watch your like, videos read, read this book yeah and drink this beer you could do <laughs> you could do YouTube recap videos where you're like this is the comic book I just read and this is the beer I enjoyed while reading it this is the story behind it recommend reading it for yourself yeah whatever I don't know I'd be down for that man yeah <laughs> I got one subscriber to my OnlyFans already <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't have to be topless for that, right? We just can, no. Yeah, okay, cool. I think cool. you have to show your feet, maybe. Okay. Well, I don't know. All right, I'll show one foot. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed this, and I, and I think yeah. you guys... It's really. I think it's really cool that uh, I don't know how how depth your your comic book geekness is, but it's been really cool going back. Mine is very shallow. I'll just be upfront and honest with you. I'm, I don't. I didn't read a ton of comic books as a kid. I think my right. favorite comic book growing up was GI Joe. Um, it's probably not around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved GI Joe when I was a kid. I had like the little figures, and actually, I'm old enough to the when the the first GI Joe figures were like, they were like oh, yeah. twelve inch like the big yeah yeah, yeah action figures right. For, for me, it was uh, Ninja Turtles. Ninja I was, Turtles. Yeah, yeah, I was at the age where it's like the Ninja Turtles. I had yeah. all the collectible toys, and I even still read some of the comic books for the Ninja Turtles and everything else. Because that was very smart. They, they associate it with toys so they can get profit off of it, obviously, and everything of else. So, yeah. What about you? Were you a G.I. Joe, Ninja Turtle, uh, Barbie? I'm not going to judge you. <laughs> first was Ninja Turtle. Yeah. Um, I was right around that age where they were huge. I had pretty much all the toys yeah uh and then from there i think the first comic book that was ever given to me was a superman comic book it was uh it had like a silver cover and i still remember it to this day it was one of the most unique covers because Mm -hmm. it was almost like it was chrome printed and from from the ninja turtles the love of comics just kind of grew and it just I guess from a movie standpoint, I was more into the animated series than I was the movies. Yeah. Uh, the animated series, both the Justice League and the Batman animated series and Justice League Unlimited. I mean, all of those really resonated with me because I was right around that age where yeah. they were all once a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that that version of Batman was kind of, uh, I guess, what I felt closest to. Oh, yeah. So it was... Yeah, Kevin Conroy. R.I.P. He was uh, one of the best kind of Batman voices for sure. Yeah. For Even sure. in the video games, he was. Uh, he was on yeah. the video games. Was, video was he the voice of the animated the old series? Animated series? Yeah. 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 Those. So he was on Waze for a while. Waze. I used to use him all the time. Oh <laughs> really? He was the Waze voice. Yeah. Oh, they, you know, they have a contract dude. for so long, and then they go yeah. away or whatever. Yeah. So I used him for a long time. Hey, you missed your I hate Waze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, dude, thanks for coming on. Short notice. This has been one of the most fun episodes. Uh, I love talking about nerdy shit. Yeah. Even though I'm not like a big comic book guy, like I love stories. I love the movies and whatever. Yeah. And I think I'm, I might go back and watch Walking Dead. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Give it another shot. Yeah, Never yeah. Never know. We'll I, got, see. I got credits in that, you know. So <laughs> if not, you can go back and watch X Men First Class. I was in that as well. So. What? Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. Bro. Uh, for some reason, everyone, I guess, I think there's a tax break when you're filming in Georgia. So everything started coming to yeah, Georgia. Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, yeah a lot of those movies so, are filming uh, in Georgia. It's just when I lived in Georgia for a long time and I just happened to be like, cool, I'll be an extra. And at the time, I was still being a professional wrestler, so I had a physique that you people liked. Physique, yeah, yeah, so I have no problem being nice. a background and walking <laughs> back and forth and seeing how it all works. It's really funny. But I was in the Vegas scene, the Vegas scene at an X Men First Class. I was in the background. Really? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go back and watch that and look for you. I was yeah. a lot younger then. So. Are, you, uh, are, so are you in the casino or are you on Fremont uh, Street? No, so or? like the, it's the scene where they're in the car, they're in the limousine, the two agents. Yeah. Uh, and they're like filming. And they're like, oh, I see the Hellfire Club going in. Yeah, yeah. I'm walking in front of the casino. 
And the casino was literally just this giant small set that was built on this side road near the airport in the town okay. I lived in. So okay. it was very fun. It was very, they, I remember because it, it was in December and it started raining and it was cold. And they had these, all these models from Atlanta come in and yeah. they were in lingerie. They were in lingerie, yeah. And I had a good night. So, yeah. I bet. <laughs> like, but can you, can, can you see you when you Yes, if you, yeah. yeah, like, and one of the scenes you'll see me, I mean, I know exactly what I was wearing too. Because uh, it was a kind of throwback, so. Um, but I was so. It's very funny. So how it works is they, and it really sucks because it'll, it'll ruin how you watch TV sometimes. But what they do is they get a handful of extras and they just tell them to walk back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. For right. us, it was couples. So we walked one direction with one girl, and then we walked. We swapped, and we walked the other direction with a different girl. With yeah. a different girl, right? So yeah. one direction I walked with this blonde girl, and the other direction I walked with this brunette girl. I was smart enough to be like, all right, I'm gonna stand because I, I was in wrestling, I'm going to stand on camera side. So I knew where the camera was filming. So I was like, hey, we'll walk this way. And then we split. You grab my right, and we'll just walk the other way. And they're like, yeah, let's do that. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm getting camera time. Okay? <laughs> so yeah, it's very hard to see, cause it's, and it goes very fast. It was, I, I caught myself in the theaters. So I don't know when it strengths yeah. down how, how much harder it is to see. But what, I mean, what, what I have it was a 70-inch TV. Does that help? It might. Yeah? You got to get, get, get your goggles on and Wait, old, you know, that's, so your that's eyes. one of my favorite movies. I, I, yeah, I, I really liked it, and too. I, that have, was good I have that movie on DVD, so I could, like, freeze frame it, yeah. whatever, go frame by frame. I did. Yeah. I had, like, a nice little shaped head. They made us shave our face. They didn't want us to have any facial hair. Right. I didn't know that. I was the very last minute. They had someone cancel. So they said, hey, can you get here? I'm like... Yeah, I'm not doing anything. I'll go there now. Right. And they shave me, and they're putting they're putting the clothes on me. It happened really fast, and they're like, they're like, and then the one the, the dress people were like, is he supposed to be the security guard or one of the uh, Vegas goers? No, he's a Vegas goer. He's like, you sure you don't want him to be a security guard? And I was like, I don't know. I just told me to be how, whatever. Were you like? Depends on how much camera time the security yeah, guard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's cool, dude. And you get paid like $12 an hour just to do that. Yeah. And then you get food because they have catering. Right. And then we went actually, that was actually funny because one of the guys who was extras with me had a bar on St. Simon's Island. And he's like, yeah, we're all going to, we'll have an after party at my bar. And uh, McElroy shows up, or McAvoy showed up. And he's another guy who's not a very big guy, but can drink. He's a Scottish yeah. guy, so... I mean, yeah. he kind of got big for uh, some other roles that yeah. he did, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that, a the split? split? Yeah. yeah. He got jacked yeah, for that. he got yeah. really jacked for that. So. Yeah. But yeah, so it was a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of fun today. I enjoyed it. I Bro. love talking about nerdy Hell stuff. Yeah. I love talking about beer. I like drinking beer. Well, I always have fun with you, even though you pick on me a lot. <laughs> You're a bully. <laughs> Anyone hearing this? This guy's a bully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and Cortez, we kind of bully Jacob. We have our own little private text feed. Yeah. And uh, when bad things happen to Jacob, he's silent for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I just put you, I just take it on mute. And I go online and take it out on Call of Duty, little kids playing video games. Like, You're about to take it, little dude. I've been, I've been texted 27 times for 30 different people. Okay. Oh, so. man. <laughs> anyway, but it's all fun, man. We, you, know, you know we love you. Um, this has been fantastic. Uh, one of my favorite episodes so far. Um, yeah, dude, thanks again. Absolutely. Hey, make sure you're supporting St. Arnold. You know, they are the OGs. They always make great beer. Never had a beer. I mean, that kind of sucks a little bit, right? Never. Everything is fantastic. Great uh, brewery and uh, restaurant. Mm -hmm. uh, if you haven't been, it's one of the best spots in town. 
beautiful view of downtown. I like going at night because you see downtown. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing to look at is the grain silos. Yeah. You guys have lights on your grain silos, and there's yeah. like a Santo and something else. I don't remember. Maybe the, the Saint. Saint. Yeah. Maybe the Saint. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just always a great time. Jacob, thanks for coming on the yes, show. Yes, sir. Thank you. A couple of just a couple of house cleaning things. Uh, you know, we just had our chili cook-off here a few weeks ago at the Cove. That was a ton of fun. We got the gumbo cook-off coming up Ooh. February the 10th. It's actually Super Bowl weekend, so it's on Saturday. Nice. And it's going to be a deck of brewing over on 494. If you have a great gumbo recipe, we have room for 10 teams. And last year, the competition was tight. We had five teams, great gumbos. And it was a really close vote. I'd love to have 10 teams to make it even tighter this year. Uh, and just a great crowd. It's $5 all-you-can-eat gumbo. Great time. Put it on the calendar. If you want to sign up, go to the website. The sign-up is there in the shop section of the website. Um, if you're listening to the show on whatever platform, subscribe to us. We would love to see uh, subscription numbers go up a little bit this year. I know we kind of took the year off last year. A lot of people were like, dude, like, where's your show at? (laughs) I'm like, man, I'm sorry. I've just been really busy. But a lot of people have really been pushing for me to start this back up, and I'm glad I did. This show has been awesome. Uh, Like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you want to hear. And thanks for listening to this show. We'll see you on the next one. Have a great one. Cheers.